What's up? Hello. Hey, dude, how's it going? Yeah, not bad, you? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm just good. really hoping that this actually fucking works this time around. <laughs> it's work. all right. We've, we've got Harvey and Aaron. We can chuck them in next time and you can have the whole band into Cuba. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> Cuba's got off lucky. Yeah, he's fucked off to Lithuania. Mate, I've been, I've been harassing Cuba for the past three days. I'm like, where the fuck are my demos? I'm expecting some <laughs> So I'm just, I've just constantly been hounding him. Yeah. <laughs> don't give a fuck about his holiday. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, this is, this is also Joe, by the way. Hello. Hey. Yeah, I, 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 I thought I'd come along to kind of, I guess, mix things up a bit, and yeah, I'll, I'll, <laughs> and and I'll be recording at this time as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. Joe's here to supervise me and make sure yeah. I don't fuck this up. I, don't, I, I have some questions as well. I'm not just here to like just watch and peer in. Oh, I have, I have a little list as well. This is already going better than last time because when we, uh, I say last time, not the last dissonance interview, but we interviewed Rivers of Nile like a few months ago. Oh yeah. And it was just me chatting to the guy and Joe, Joe was just sat there the whole time like... <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> I thought I would. Yeah, oh man. Yeah, because I was chatting to Jordan about it. Um, I guess, you know, yeah, also Jordan, yeah, from Full Stride. And I was like, and I was like, yeah, I'll throw in some questions. It was quite a bit convenient. I was going to be like, hi, Jordan. <laughs> Messed up the audio. Can you really <laughs> it, please? We're um, good. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I want to do. Do you want to wanna... start, Joe? Just by doing... Yeah, Joe sure. Can stuff on sure. And so, and we kind of jump ben, in, you're going to be familiar with all of my questions, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank <laughs> you again for bearing with us. So good. Um, man. So, how are you guys feeling about the release of Harlequin tomorrow? It's going to be tomorrow now, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah. Nervous. Uh, you know, it's it's a shift in style, so hmm. nervous to see how it's going to be received, but also very excited. I go through like the full. I go through like whenever we release something. I go through like existential crisis of like, oh, it's awful. Everyone's gonna hate it. To like, and then today I'm like, yeah, you know I'm feeling quite good about it. So yeah, um, yeah. it's just, it's yeah. Obviously, you know, from releasing music, it's just you go through the whole ups and downs and leading up to release. But it's one moment like, oh, no one's gonna care, and the next moment it looks like, yeah, let's go, we're gonna smash this. But um, yeah, I'm feeling pretty excited, like Ben said, and yeah, it's a big shift in sort of style and obviously line up etc for us so um yeah i'm just excited to see what people think at this point and just get some feedback from from for you know, sure listen to it for sure so at least my feedback for you guys was that the production value both visually and in terms of the actual audio quality was just such a massive step up from your previous material so i was wondering if you could talk to us about who mixed and mastered the track? Like how you guys sort of went through that process? Uh, yeah. So uh, it's this uh, fella called Timo uh, that Cuba introduced us to. Uh, Cuba. Mike, Mike will have to re remind me what studio he works out of because I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> uh, Mega Blaster. Yes, that's the one. Um, yeah, it's it was great working with him. I think when we got the initial mix back i think we only had like one note yeah. to send back to him it was it, it, he, he smashed the mix honestly yeah that's what yeah no, yeah yeah pretty much yeah i can't really add any more to that he's really good it's nice when you only have to have a 
second review on mix and it's, it's ready to go. So, yeah, we couldn't really ask for more. It was really helpful. Yeah. So did you record like at his studio or is it like a lot of like virtual sessions or? Uh, so we pretty much just uh, recorded everything ourselves. Um, I think, uh, the guitars were recorded with, uh, Nick at six points, uh, media. Um, cause we, I think Cuba had recorded those initially with him and then we just used those DIs mm. and then vocals we recorded, uh, with Luke Smithson from the band Royals. So he did all like the vocal production with me, uh, a little bit of like the vocal writing as well. Um, so he was helping me like write harmonies and stuff, which is an awesome experience it was a very very good learning experience for me so apparently you guys have got a new vocalist i don't know anything <laughs> about this so maybe you could tell me a couple things uh yeah hi <laughs> <laughs> um yeah um it to, to be honest it was it's sort of like a natural progression sort of thing um and it was also like a lot less headache than trying to find someone else uh we we did audition a few other people um but we didn't really find anyone else who was sort of what we were looking for um and there was this moment because initially i was quite hesitant to do it because i was sort of like am i good enough you know all, all that like self-critical stuff but um there was this moment i was at uh slam dunk last year uh watching holding absence and i was just watching lucas like i that i want to do that so like i'm gonna message the guys right now and be like hey can, can i can i just do the vocals now like <laughs> oh shit i remember saying this last time but yeah we 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 like holding absence and booling tunes so, yeah uh, that's that's cool i like yeah. that um Joe, have you got a question you want to jump in with, or do you want me to just keep rolling with what I've got? I mean, I've got one. I was going to actually hop in, so you've timed that well. Um, I guess kind of so... Didn't skip that. It's, it's kind of like a generic one, but I guess kind of... Because we were chatting... Well, Max was chatting to Guilt, Hardcore Band, and they had their drummer go from, like, drumming to vocals. Mm. And there's been a few instances. I know there's Cam who went, you know, from drumming to, um, you know, doing vocals from Love and Noise. Yeah. I guess what's that like the transition i guess was vocal something you always had like in your ass or was it kind of like i've got to like learn this a bit more and kind of i guess yeah what's that whole kind of change in you know just being yeah i mean vocals i mean i'd done sort of uh some vocals before there was like a few lines on our last ep i'd done some vocals on and like i've done all like uh back in vocals live previously um but sort of writing writing full songs uh and having the whole like me be the one in the spotlight uh it's it's uh, it's different <laughs> for sure um but you know it's 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 almost like uh it's 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 almost akin to like joining a band again for the first time where i'm sort of like i feel like i have to sort of prove myself a little bit but i i hope that the guys trust that i can do a good job and uh you know make live up to the previous material no that's pretty good i guess kind of because i actually mentioned like you've seen lucas at slam dunk 
And I guess yeah. obviously there is going to be a point when you hopefully perform live and you do all these songs live. And obviously I'm not going to be like, so I guess yeah. kind of, is it going to be a different, again, you have to go through that kind of process of being like, oh shit, I've now got to do this live. Was Not oh shit, but kind of, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you've got to do it live. This is a kind yeah. of, yeah, that in sure. mind as well. Yeah, so I, it's it's going to be weird because I've got to sort of relearn a whole like uh, stage routine now. Um, before I had like you know I had my moves, and now I've got to learn an entirely new set of moves and like learn to work the crowd and all that. But you, you know, I I guess it's something that like I'm just going to have to dive into, and if it goes badly at first, then I I guess I'll learn as I'm going. But you just got to own it. Yeah, own exactly. It. Yeah. Exactly. So, and I guess kind of, so with you, obviously, moving drums to vocals and then, um, like, Harvey coming. I know Harvey's new, new. I think mm. he was been around for about a year. But I guess kind of has that whole, I guess, mix-up, has that changed kind of, like, the writing process and, like, how you work as a group? Or, how, like, when you're on drums, were you always kind of involved more in the writing? or? Uh, yeah, so I was on guitar before. Um, oh yeah, sorry, guitars. Yeah, no, nah, it's it's all good. Um, but yeah, I so I wrote like maybe like eighty, ninety percent of the instrumental material before anyway. Mm -hmm. um, and Cuba's come in with this whole like folder of demos that he showed us, and we're just like, we we need to use these. Um, and yeah, the the writing process like has been a lot more uh, collaborative. Uh, since like Cuba and Harvey have been around, um, especially Cuba, like he'll come in with like an idea or a riff, and there's been there's a few demos we've got now where it's been he's come up with like a riff or like even there was one that was even just like a little synth line, and we've written whole songs based off of that like together, and it's not just one person writing uh, most of the stuff anymore, which is really awesome and like. The stuff we've come out with is way better for it. Yeah, I was just going to say that, just like Ben said, it's sort of it's more shifted from Ben being the primary songwriter to now, you know, we are all sort of adding stuff in, and it's sort of it's been quite nice because it's felt quite natural, and it's sort of like like um, with that particular song where Cuba came in with a synth line, I you know. Ben came up like I think it was like the first verse for it, and then I was like, "Oh, why don't we add this on top of it?" And we, you know, we, we're trying it out, and I feel like we've almost got more freedom now. When sort of like, "Oh, we'll try," you know, everyone feels more confident in saying, "Shall mm -hmm. we try this?" Because sometimes it's, I, it can be quite difficult, you know, where you you say, "Well, you know, let's try this out," and it doesn't work, and you just feel awful because it's it sounds terrible. But um, I feel like everyone's got a lot more, even like Aaron, who's got some fantastic ideas, who's usually quite shy he was even putting ideas forward and it was really awesome that the new stuff is is sort of like feels like it's a collab between the five of us now which is sort of really sick well that's that's the awesome thing with collaborative songwriting because it, it will alleviate pressure off that core songwriter as well and just making everyone feel so involved is always going to be a good thing for your band yeah, so sure. definitely that's with the instrumentals though so what what about the lyrics like it's a very emotive and moving song harlequin so yeah you guys chat us about the story behind the lyrics <laughs> uh so um initially cuba had like i think he had just had like the chorus written um because it was a song that he i think he was going to release as like uh under his like solo project or something 
Um, so we had like a chorus written, which is still entirely the same. I've kept that. Um, and, you know, it was, it was just a case. I like, I asked him, you know, what's this song about? And I think the exact quote he gave me was I was clouding over someone. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, okay, I can, I guess I can work with that. Um, uh, and it turned into this whole, like, I, I didn't want it to be like, uh, I'm I'm just sad because of a girl. I wanted it to be more like I'm sad because of uh, the situation, and like I'm confused as if to like I've misunderstand uh, misunderstood it, or it's not I was interpreting everything wrong, and I've missed signals here and there. Um, so it's I think it's a bit deeper than just like oh I'm sad because I'm not with girl, but you know it. I've, I've wanted it to be a little bit more than that sort of surface level emotion go a bit deeper. Sure. Sure. Okay. Um, so there's a question I asked last time mm. that I'm just thinking about like kind of reshaping. Yeah. Um, were there any major challenges that you expected from the creative process that were actually a lot easier to deal with than you would imagined uh so lyric writing as a whole um i sort of went into thinking it, it might be a bit difficult you know mm. um especially where it was sort of almost someone else's song um like i wanted to live up to sort of the emotion that cuba had behind it i didn't want to like take any of that out um but I mean, he he seems like he's happy with uh, what I've written, and like it seems like I've lived up to you know what he had intended for the song. Um, so I, hopefully, it's something that sort of translates to other people as well. Uh, for me, it's just one of those songs where, like, obviously, I've had had the music video for. I don't know, like a week or something from Jordan. Yeah. But I just want it to be on Spotify already so I can just like just put it on <laughs> loop because it is so, so catchy. Um, yeah. So I think hopefully that will hold true and be testament for other people as well. I think it's going to be a, I think it's going to be a real good release for you guys. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, Joe, you got anything? I do. I have more questions. <laughs> um, I guess kind of going back, you mentioned earlier, like, it's more collaborative amongst, you know, the group and the band. Um, do you think that will kind of, so when it comes to, I don't know, it's probably in the works, kind of EP, full length, etc., that it will make for a more, a more like varied products. Like, for example, you think of something like Lowe, for example, they all contribute differently to the writing process. So, you know, like Kadeem wrote to a mirror, Connor wrote Quest Evolution. Do you think that kind of, when you do go that process, it will make kind of, yeah, the record more varied and have different sounds and different influences across it uh yeah for sure um we've all got weirdly different influences um like if you listed like separately all the bands that we listen to like you wouldn't think that we'd ever be in a band together um because i know i know mike's more into like uh like metalcore and pop punk and stuff like that um i'm more like a mid 2000s emo and post hardcore kind of guy 
Aaron listens to almost exclusively bands from Manchester. The Smiths. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cuba's more like into the progressive metal kind of stuff. Um, and Harvey, I know he loves Avenged Sevenfold, which I love too, because that's basically like my entire like 13 to 16 sort oh, of absolutely. listening. But yeah. So, monuments. It's just yeah, monuments. just monuments all over. The man yeah. loves John Brown. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, I think definitely writing together has um, helped bring a lot of different sort of flavors into the songs. Yeah, definitely. I was going to say, like, I know that sort of on the demos we've got now, like, there's a vast, like, sort of range of sort of influences and sounds on there. Um, Sort of, I think with our previous stuff, it sort of was all sort of in a similar sort of field. But now with the new stuff and sort of Cuba and Harvey coming in, we're experimenting a lot more with like synthy electronic elements, which is obviously, you know, open us up massively to different genres and mixing them in with our with our sound. So it's been really exciting. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I think, yeah. Varied sounds are always like much more interesting, I guess. Um, so I guess kind of moving on to the, I know you've, I don't know. Yeah, I guess kind of with Harvey, because I know you kind of, I think I mentioned how you met Cuba, but I guess with Harvey, how did yeah. I kind of Harvey, you know, come into the fold? Uh, yeah, so Harvey was someone that Cuba knew. Um, I'm not sure exactly sure how they know each other, um, but Harvey, we found out, went to uni down here in Southampton, Um which is cool. So he knows the, you know, the sort of scene around here. Um, but we were looking for a drummer at the time because um, we were in the middle of doing the whole shakeup with me going onto vocals and Cuba playing guitar. So we needed a drummer. And Harvey just, uh, Harvey was someone that Cuba brought up and it worked out immediately. Like he's an insane drummer. Um, we couldn't, couldn't be happier with him. Uh, to be honest yeah he's just fitted in so seamlessly so I think I think that's half the battle with someone joining the band is not are they are they you know are they good at their instrument but do they fit sort of with the group dynamic and do they sort of mesh with everyone else and I think in the past maybe we've had issues with that but I feel like with Harvey he sort of just fitted in seamlessly and he sort of he's joined in with the jokes and stuff and he sort of he's on the same wavelength personality wise as all of us so it's, it's been great having him in the having him join the band it's a special moment you get like the right person at the right time mm, yeah, like, yeah completely off the record but assurance we've just got our drummer as well oh nice sick. ages i mean we've been around for two years but like it, it is really really fulfilling feeling to finally you know get that right person when you need them as well so props on you guys for that dramas are like gold dust as well (laughs) everyone plays guitar nobody plays the fucking pots and pans yeah Yeah. um and you briefly mentioned kind of like the seam of lights of hampton um and i guess you feel like with you know you release some music now do you think with like the way the UK scene is very like you know we've got all these you know we've got like Leeds scene you've got like a London scene Southampton scene like even at Bristol Manchester 
where like when all these kind of you know newer bands coming through you know a lot of the larger bands doing well do you think now is kind of for you as a band like just like this is the per like the perfect time for us to you know crack on and you know grow and you know etc yeah for sure i mean with the scenes being so strong in other cities it's always like uh it's always pretty simple to sort of reach out and find someone in a place to do like a gig swap with or like a little weekend or something um and it's awesome like finding these other small bands that you know they're just as dedicated and they make amazing music um like i did uh a little like fill-in thing with uh, Palmist uh, last September uh, with a band called Havelock. They're awesome people, and they their show is insane. Um, it's it was honestly it was great watching them every night. Um, and they're 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 from Sheffield. Um, and again, Palmist, we're we're good friends with them as well. They're from like London, Essex way. So it's it's awesome, like playing with these bands but also like having friends across the country that are, you know just mm-hmm. as dedicated to this whole thing as you are yeah for sure like i think you know we've got you know we're quite lucky in sort of where we've been a band for a few years and we played shows with other bands or we've got that sort of almost friendship network like ben's mentioned them obviously we've got like lastel as well who we're really good friends with from oxford and raptors in bristol way and got a city in london um so yeah it's really exciting obviously i feel like with this new release as well it's sort of like it almost feels like a reset for the band and sort of we can sort of you know push forward sort of right we're drawing a line this is sort of us going forward now yeah and it's sort of as you know i feel like it's a really big opportunity i don't want to say rebrand but sort of like just like a almost like push the reset button for us and sort of build on what we've already done but sort of in a different direction and you know work with all yeah. these bands would be really sick i mean we're hoping to get out and play some shows because it's been it's been a while yeah because was that sort of like i guess the time out between you know the changes and then like you know lockdowns and all that has that kind of i guess given you a different perspective but also kind of you know allowed you to kind of re-energize and kind of you know get that kind of um you know you know kind of you're more desired now kind of going forward that makes sense oh that really bad (laughs) (laughs) yeah no no it's a it definitely um i think did did me personally some good um because there there have been times in the past where i'm like can someone speak to me about something other than being in a band for a second but having that time off uh just made me realize how much like i miss playing shows and uh being out with like crowds of fans and stuff and it's you know it's something that i don't want to go without again yeah um and we played uh one show like a the last show with our old vocalist we played that in uh october um and that was honestly it felt surreal to be back on a stage again um but at the same time it's just the best feeling in the world yeah definitely i feel like like ben said you almost you start taking it for granted a little bit playing shows and I think being on stage is like you that's just the feeling you can't replicate in any sort of other part of your life I mean obviously you'll know mm. from playing shows like just the feeling you get it's, a, it's almost a form of sort of magic I feel just being on stage and I mean like Ben says we played the show October last year and I was looking back and I, I was 
last show prior to that was January 20. So, I mean, you're looking at nearly two years at that point and sort of, yeah, it's just surreal, but it was really, really fun to be back on stage again. Yeah. Um, especially with our last release. I mean, we put it out at the end of 2020, hoping to tour it at that point, and then second lockdown happened. But prior to that, we'd already pushed it back from a spring release because of COVID starting out and just sort of, yeah, just we got really screwed over on the last, yeah. record cycle basically we know we've only played those songs once live which was in october when um we played our last show with our um our old vocalist so yeah it'd be it'd be really nice to sort of just get out and not take it for granted and just appreciate playing shows again i think it'd be really really fun yeah so, for sure this is just a question off the top of my head but say you guys were given a show to play tomorrow three bands to play alongside for that show and would you pick would you rather play like songs off Nessiant or would you rather play like all new stuff if you could do you want to go fast or shall I uh so if we if we're going like if we're going sort of uh realistically um so I'm just gonna confine it to the UK um I would love to play uh I'd love to play with Holding Absence uh, as everything unfolds and Last Hour because they're always insane to watch. Um, and yeah, I I do want to play the old stuff. Um, I mean, my personally, my favorite record of ours is Decomposure, so I'd love to play a lot of the stuff mm. off of that. Um, but yeah, stuff off of Nessian. Uh, there's one or two songs off of Vultures as well that I'd love to play. Um, but I am really looking forward to playing the new stuff awesome yeah for sure like i feel like it's a difficult one for like i suppose for ben playing because the older stuff it's so on vocals it's not him <laughs> so it's, it's, it's a tough one but no i feel like yeah there's some older songs that you know are really fun to play and you know obviously that's what we made our name on so i always I always find it a bit weird when bands are like oh i don't want to you know the really famous song i don't want to play it anymore and it's like well that's sort of what's got you there so hmm. um yeah i mean we write our stuff for ourselves and you know i love all of our songs so but i think i'd want to do a mix of some of the older stuff and definitely some of the newer songs because i'm really proud of what we've put we yeah we put together and hopefully what we'll be able to put out in hmm. the near future and it should be really sick and i think it's three bands for me i'll have to say i'd love to play a show with day seeker that's sort of just oh, like, yeah. a dream that'd be sick. Yeah. that's a shout absolute dream um i'd, I'd love to say city because they're just mm. great guys and I, their new album coma is just top 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 quality stuff and yeah, then i'd have to say last last done as well because they're our boys and yeah they're so much fun and bring so much energy so yeah i think that'd be my three Nice, nice, cool. Okay. Then. No, I, I was, I was gonna. Like, I agree with what you said about you know earlier about gigs being back. I remember I was in lockdown. I was just sat in like my room watching like old live shows. I've been a bit like I want to go back. And yes, yeah, being yeah. like, like even from like the, the crowd size, just being immense. Like especially when you get that yeah. like right crowd, and that right band, all just kind of like clicks. It's like this is just yeah. it's like elevating experience. I watched so many live stream gigs in lockdown. Like um, so good. <laughs> Um, but I suppose, as you mentioned, like the newer stuff, I guess. So what is, I guess, throughout this year, like, is there a like a fixed plan of how you're going to, so I guess you're single now, is it going to be kind of 
a single by single case or is there kind of like plans where you be through that because i know there's almost like a new model coming about where a lot of bands will just do a lot of singles just because you know playlisting yeah. you know yeah. you can do music video of each and it's you know better kind of promoing or you know i feel like lovers noise are doing that i know extreme are doing that like or are you just gonna go down kind of you know the ep route so we we have spoken about it and i we i think we came to the consensus that doing sort of multiple singles and then compiling them sort of at the end of that cycle um because like you say like releasing multiple singles you can like pull a lot of attention to each song individually we found like we've only ever really done eps we found that there's some songs that we absolutely love um that we didn't release as singles for whatever reason they're just not being listened to as much as we'd want them to so like for example embers i fucking love that song it's one of my favorite songs we've ever written um but it's just not one that gets listened to as much as i feel like it should yeah so i feel like releasing stuff as singles pulling attention on them individually just works better yeah, just sort of add to that, like La Moire de la Mort from Decomposure, that's one of my favourite songs. And because it wasn't a single on that cycle, like it doesn't get listened to. Sort of if you look at sort of, you know, we look at the analytics of stuff and you find that the stuff that's, you know, we've put a single sort of like the viewerships up here and like the listened and then sort of the stuff that we don't is sort of all the way down here. And it's, you know, you put so much time and effort into and, you know, time, money, et cetera, into recording, writing, releasing these songs and, sort of a bit disheartening when you know people don't listen to it and you know i think with the sort of the change in sort of releasing music now i think it's fantastic that anyone can basically put a song out but then on sort of on the flip side of that you know everyone's got such a short attention span now with bands and artists that sort of unless you're putting out stuff constantly and you're sort of a social media marketing genius just you're, you're sort of just get lost in the crowd. So yeah, I think going forward, it will be a case of it will be singles rather than, you know, we're doing, you know, maybe in the future it'll be, we might do an EP or a full length, but in sort of the next couple of years, I can see it just being sort of single releases, you know, a couple of times a year, you know, maybe once a quarter, we look at putting a single out. That's probably what we'd aim for as a model um, and just sort of see where it goes at that point. Nice, yeah. I look, I look forward to yeah to hearing these singles. But yeah, I think that's just that's something that I kind of I've you know noticed kind of chatting with bands and kind of seeing myself is that that model is just completed. And I think kind of you know the lockdown and COVID just basically accelerated that and kind of um, you know massively shifted yeah the model because kind of you know as you said kind of the social media stuff you know this all the single you know video stuff. So yeah, it's kind of yeah, interesting to kind of yeah hear your perspective um, on it. Um, I guess kind of my last question is, is a nice generic broad question. I guess what what's of like what's come out this year and what's due to come out this year? What have you enjoyed and what are you looking forward to? So uh, as far as this year goes, we've not really got anything a hundred percent set in stone yet, um, but we are hoping to get like one or two singles out other than Harlequin. Um, hopefully that happens it'll i think it'll at least be one more single this year um obviously can't spill any details on that just yet 
No, you better um, give us the goods. <laughs> give us the goods man. I mean, I don't even know myself, so <laughs> yeah, we, we don't even know what we want to put out yet, so we yeah. can't even spill anything. Um, I, I, I love that because it is everything you guys have said has been like exact. I feel exactly the same with my yeah. own band. So it's just yeah. Yeah, and the the thing is, Cuba keeps like sending us really cool clips of like demos he's written, and I'm, it just makes it so much more difficult to decide. <laughs> it's a nice problem to have, though, isn't yeah. it? We just don't know what we want to put out. It's like, oh, yeah. what what is the yeah. best of the best at this point? So <laughs> it's a nice situation to be in for sure, rather than sort of scramble around for oh, have we got one good song we can put out? Just sort of, it's yeah. a nice, nice problem to have for sure. Yes, <laughs> I mean I'm not I'm not in a band at all. I just kind of you know do the sights, so I have no idea how that feels. But yeah, I think yeah I think it's just probably it's a yeah. good problem to have. Um, yeah, but as as far as stuff that like um, I I'm looking forward to or stuff that I've sort of enjoyed already this year, Dayseeker Neon Grave, awesome yeah. song. Uh, yeah. The new Architect song, incredible. Um, so hearing more new material from them is what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I'm the same sort of new architects, new day seeker. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I was really, I went to my first gig sort of post lockdown was um, in February. It's a pop punk band called Stand Atlantic. Oh, and really? um, they had a support band called The Dead Love, who I'd never heard of before. And I'm just like, that's it's such a good feeling when you find a band that's like a complete hidden gem. And just like, they've been like top of my playlist for the last couple of months. Just they're like grungy sort of really not something i'd usually listen to but i heard them that's sort of the 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 joy of live music and as you you come across bands you've never heard of before and it was just really sort of sick to you know to find out about them so that that's what been one of my highlights for the year so far as well i think i read that day seekers aiming for like november for their album so yeah i think we're definitely getting again that's a long way away but at least we're getting getting something this year and yeah i agree about supporters i think kind of yeah, I think that's yeah. One of the most about gigs as well, just being like, oh, here's a really cool support, and I really like them. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, that's uh, how I got into as everything unfolds because they were supporting uh, Sleep Token at the Heavy Music Awards that me and Joe mm. went to, yeah. and I'd heard of them, but I'd obviously I've, I've never really listened to them. But fucking hell, they really really blew me away with their set. So they're a band mm. that I've really got eyes on now. Yeah, yeah, I need to probably see them live because I remember with the HMAs and they just got they got a bit screwed by like. They were playing oh, the whole as door thing. No, 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 not that. Like as oh. as um like as they were doing doors. So like doors were like yes, seven o'clock, yeah. and they got put on like quarter past seven. Yeah. So we only saw like half their set, and they're a band I'd like. So I followed them. I think since Charlie joined, and they did that. Uh, what's it called? That EP, and I was like, oh, got looking forward to it. It's like, oh, I guess yeah. like two songs. Like great. <laughs> like thanks, HMAs. Yeah, I mean they're they're an awesome band. Like we've we've played for them before at um. Oh, Reading Rosing in end of 2019. Yeah. Um, awesome band to watch. Um, and again, nice people. Yeah. Like they're really nice to be around. So mm. it, it, there's someone I'd really like to play with again for sure. Nice. Yeah. It's been, yeah, it's been nice seeing that kind of, yeah. One of those mm. bands was nice to see. Oh, like this band's really good. Like, oh, you can see them rising and now doing, yeah, yeah like sure. re- really well. So yeah. Um, no, good band. Well, last question from me is um, obviously depending on when the transcript for the interview goes out, what do you guys want to shout out? Like, where can we find the music video? Is there a music video? Um, anything like that that you guys want to shout out? 
Yep. So as of uh, this interview, the video will be out in like an hour and a half on uh, BVTV on their YouTube channel. Um, other than that, uh, the streaming platforms, it hits tomorrow. Uh, so that's pretty much all like major streaming platforms like Apple Music, Spotify, Tidal, Deezer, all of that stuff. So it's on there. So whatever you use, pretty much guaranteed to be able to listen to it. Nice. Yeah, I'll be. I'll be. Guess I'll, we'll begin with a spin, and it'll be on our. Um, we'll be on our music Friday as featured at single. So awesome. Um, Thank you. Or that UK core, it will definitely be. Yeah, yeah I'll add, I'll add to the, uh, UK players as well. So yeah, yeah oh, it'll be. Thank you. Uh, about the place. Yeah, yeah we're definitely. hoping for a decent amount of playlisting on this one because if it doesn't, yeah. we might cry. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, tell, I'll tell you what I do is actually I want to shout out sort of. I know that, you know, we are the band, but we have got a team behind us that, you know, without them, none yeah. of this would happen. So obviously Nick, Bobby, Connor at Six Point, you know, absolutely top boys. Ollie Duncanson from City did, did an amazing job on our video, as he always does. Um, Aaron Finch for doing the artwork and all the promo material. My boy. Um, a lady called Steph, who's an absolute sweetheart, who does all of our playlisting stuff for us and then obviously yep. you've got jordan at pr who's you know we can't say too much but he's already <laughs> given us some really cool news and we're just yeah. he's yeah he's doing great work so obviously without those those guys like you know none of this would be possible for us to put our music so for sure you know, yeah, them I mean, we're, we're pretty much all idiots so like any help <laughs> we get like <laughs> speak for yourself <laughs> yeah let's Let's get Harlequin in as many playlists as possible because I keep telling Cuba like I want to see it overtake Malice and Wonderland because that song yeah. has got like I don't want to offend you guys it's got too many streams. Like we said about the singles, yeah. Like, on a serious note, like yeah, if, it if the is song's not a single, completely it's disproportionate. Yeah, that's man. Yeah. So Harlequin better fucking perform, otherwise I'm gonna be having words with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's, figuring this shit out. I'll, I'll go down to the Spotify offices myself. It's funny it's you say that. About, it's funny you say that about Malice because that song, I think that's the quickest song we've ever written. It was done in less yeah. than an hour. It's yeah. mad. Just yeah, it is. And I I didn't want to release it as a single because I didn't think it would do that well. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're not we're not quite sure what's happened with it. Yeah, no clue. But people seem to love it, so I'm you know yeah. I'm not complaining if people want to stream our songs. But yeah, no, it's a yeah. Every time I look at your Spotify, it's gone up like a hundred k streams, and I'm like, what the fuck is 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 fucking silly. Yeah, right. We don't do anything to push it. It just yeah, I don't. The only thing I can think of is there's a Bring Me video that we that was shot in the same like filming studio we used we did it first though, yeah saying. we used it first so they copied <laughs> us um so unless they've like looked at where it was shot and then found us like somehow through that like yeah. that's the only way i can think about it but like otherwise it's just ridiculous it's completely disproportionate and i don't understand why <laughs> yeah. yeah oh man oh. well that's that's me all out of questions at least that is also me all out of questions as well. Sure. So awesome. that's good. No, thank you. Thank you for your time, like taking my leave and whatnot to chat to Joe and Joe. So yeah, much appreciated. And I hope yeah, the single launch tomorrow goes 
goes really well and yeah we'll be we'll be out there nudging people to listen to it spamming it in various discords and <laughs> and whatnot so um no thank you yeah thank you for yeah, sort of taking the time to you know interview us and you know we really appreciate the support and obviously spamming discords tomorrow you know yeah. it all helps you know you know yeah. small independent bands just any help we can get you know we really appreciate so thank you sweet Cool. Well, I guess we well, yeah, we'll have to catch up in the future or we'll see you at a show. But um... yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, when, we, when we get some stuff booked, we'll uh, let you guys know. Yep. I look forward to absolutely belting the lyrics for Harlequin back at you. <laughs> <laughs> we might need some support, so you never know. Yeah. Oh, if only I knew some shit metalcore bands that could support. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh dear. Okay. Cool. Right, this one's definitely recorded, yeah. This one is definitely recorded. <laughs> the, the, the red light is on. The the volume is bouncing and whatnot. So cool, awesome. Cool. Uh, again, apologies about that. Thanks to thanks no worries, to Baron. That's fine. So good. All good. I guess we will catch you guys in a bit, and best of luck for the video release tonight. Brilliant. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Toes across. Everything. <laughs> All right. Cool. cool. Yeah. Awesome. Brilliant. All right. I'll catch you boys in a bit then. Yeah. Have a good evening. Catch you later. Yeah, see you. See you later.